welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 198. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Strizzy. What's up, y'all? Back in the building, back in the building. Um, another beautiful Tuesday and um, another episode on our road to 200. Yes. We're going to talk to you about it a little bit more later, but I hope you guys saw some of our social media posts about episode 200. We're really looking forward to that and really want to put together uh, something special for that. So um, appreciate all the likes, comments, support that you uh, give along the way. That's the reason why we got to where we're at now. So um, with that being said, Strizzy, how are you feeling today? Man, I'm feeling horrible. <laughs> no, I was just playing, man. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you never really expected them to beat the Nuggets, which we'll get into shortly. Yeah. But, but like, you still had hope because they were there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're there. They made it. You, you, you hope for the best. But, but uh, it's a good Nuggets team, man. It's a really, really like it's a solid, solid Nuggets team. Yeah. No, most definitely, most definitely. Um, and you know, after the first two games when we met last week, you know, it was one-one, and um. Didn't really know what to expect from there. You know, thought maybe the Heat, you know, could, could, could hang in there. But after what happened in Miami, um, you know, I think we kind of both expected uh, last night to be the ending. But we'll get into a little bit more of that. Uh, now we're officially, though, in the dog days of summer. Only baseball going on actively. Um, still got some golf, you know, a little bit of tennis here and there. But um, hockey is uh, getting ready to wrap up tonight. No football and no basketball. So, um we're going to have a lot of other type of things that we can uh, bring to the table for sure. But appreciate you guys rocking with us. Let's go ahead and welcome in some slackers. We got moms. Yeah. Happy yeah. Tuesday, moms. Good we got moms. pops in the building. Good evening. Pops. Anthony Wesson as well. Good evening. Uh, thank you for being here. And uh, Anthony Wesson says, Strizzy, thanks for the workout tips. Went with chess today. Definitely will be sore tomorrow. Oh, that's, that's what's up. So, you've been doing your uh, You've been doing your thing out there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's funny, everyone hit me up lately, you know what I'm saying? But I, I love it, man. It's what I would it's what I it's what I love to do. Honestly, if it was uh if it was a little bit more reliable financially, I'd do it full time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for sure. It is, but it is what it is. If I get if I can help out my family, you know what I'm saying, that's that's free all day. So you know what I'm saying I, I you know, love to see it, man. If I can see y'all get healthier and and go on that road to feeling better, that's 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 easy, you know what I'm saying? That's love. That's what's up, that's what's up. I definitely appreciate that. We also got Grace in the building. Welcome, Grace. Grace. Thank you for being here and rocking with us. And um, and also Kelly Williams as well. Happy Tuesday. So that's what's up. We got we got all of the friends and fam aboard. And, yeah, I do have to say before we get going, fam, you're looking swole, man. We got together to do our videos and stuff. You're looking really good. So keep up. I know you've been going hard for a long time. You've always been, uh, since I've known you, a fitness buff. But, um, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I was like, dang, man, I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get myself <laughs> together, you know? Yeah, I can't be over here in videos with Strizzy while he's looking all swole on me. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? I've always been able to kind of do it on my own, but just kind of like maintenance, you know what I'm saying? But the last year, one of my boys has, has been really wanting to kind of change his life, you know what I mean? And uh, he needed it, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, he went through a couple of things and he, he needed uh, someone to help him be, you know, accountable. And it's also helped me hold myself accountable too. So we, we've really been going like super hard uh, for the last for the last year almost, you know, since last July. So um, you know, as, as much as it's always thinking me, you know, I gotta thank him too because he's really been kind of keeping me and uh holding myself accountable too. So it's been it's been fun, it's been real. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Cheddar for sure. Yeah. Um, appreciate you being there with my boy. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Um let's go ahead and get into it. We're gonna do our roundabout. We're gonna start with our normal topics. Um so let's go ahead and kick this show off. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tune to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, so NFL Talk starting off, and not too much going on for NFL Talk, but one of the big stories uh, since we talked last, Dalvin Cook being released by the Minnesota Vikings. Um, we know running backs just don't have the same shelf life anymore, but Strizzy, what were your thoughts when you saw uh, Dalvin Cook being released? I was a little surprised. I think this was so much more about just not wanting to repay him. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what it's coming down to. And I think we're going to start seeing this a lot now. It's like you you have these really good running backs and, and people just really not wanting to pay them. So they'll, they'll look for the next next person up, right? If they can get a solid offensive line, you know, a lot of times, you know, all these running backs are talented. It's just really about who they're running behind, right? So, yeah. you know, if they, can, if they can keep the offensive line decent or, or, or good, then they'll just plug the next guy up, and if the next guy up, you know, a little bit more cost effective, 
we're going to see these running backs bouncing around all over the place and kind of sucks for them. You know what I mean? Like they're, you know, one of the most, you know, skilled players in the league that, you know, you use them a lot for both running and passing and, right. and uh, you know, they still make less money than receivers, quarterbacks, obviously, you know, tight ends going to catch them soon. <laughs> right. True. And they take all the toll, all the punishment for sure. <laughs> when they're toting the rock. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's already hard times um, for some of the guys out there. Uh, we've seen even Josh Jacobs, as good as he's been, you know, go through some things with the Raiders where, he, you know, he might not last there. Uh, yeah. Joe Mixon is another guy who, you know, the Bengals may or may not pay him, even though he's been great for them. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, oh, Cook. oh, yeah. Uh, but but um, I was just thinking, too, like, you know, I always think about, like, Zeke and the Cowboys a little bit, you know, um, he's going to have a tough time finding a job already. And now if you got people like Cook being released, like, dang, that's even that's even tougher for him to try to find a landing spot. Because um, guys are going to be out there, you know, um, guys with big names that have done a lot in this league. So we'll see what happens. Anthony Wesson says – I actually wouldn't mind seeing Zeke in Carolina. You know what I mean? Like, especially because, you know, he – I mean, I think – like all of Zeke's except for like one of his touchdowns came from like the one or two yard line last yeah, year, right? Like goal line, like exactly. So we can get somebody who can just kind of like pile it up. Goal line, Miles Sanders can do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I think it'd be really cool. And plus, our offensive line has been, uh, you know, a lot better than it's been the last couple of years. So for sure, I would love to see Zeke in Carolina. I mean, to kind of do it to do exactly what he did for for the Cowboys the last two seasons. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm telling you, like you know. I think he is um, like that Jerome Bettis towards the end of his year, you know, or at the end of his career, like still effective, you know, can still do that goal line work, but, you know, yeah. not going to be the main guy to tote the rock. So yeah. um, Anthony Weston says he's wanting $10 million a year, uh, Cook. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to get that in this market. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, like running back position has just really evolved. Like unless you're talking about Derrick Henry nowadays, like nobody else has really lasted like a Frank Gore, like an Adrian Peterson, like, you know, those guys were just freaks of nature. So, and, he, and even Derrick Henry's year last year was not Derrick Henry-ish. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know, he's from, all the, from the injuries, and you know, you start to see him probably slow down a little bit. Although the Titans just didn't have a good year in general, but you know, get beat up. You know, what I mean, you got to find those guys that are just kind of kind of do it all and don't get beat up as much. Right. Right. Most definitely. Um, other NFL news: uh, Stephon Diggs. This is kind of an interesting one. Apparently he was um, the, the Bills reported that he wasn't at training camp or or these are voluntary practices at this point. Basically, they yeah. said he was not there, and his agent uh, reported that he was there. So apparently he was at the Bills facility but didn't really participate. Um, I don't know if this is much ado about nothing, but Diggs has been vocal over the years. He's that guy, you know, stay after the game, and uh, and after last year's game, you know, was kind of seen getting into it with Josh Allen. Um, but as a pseudo kind of Bills fan, Strizzy, uh, how do you feel about Diggs' situation? You think he would be going anywhere? Uh, I don't think so. Honestly, I think he really likes it there. Um, it, it's tricky, but you know, he is a he's he's a competitor, man. Like he's a really really big competitor. I think he um, unless he's trying to like get go somewhere easy, like you know, catch him with like the Bengals or or you know maybe even the uh, the Chiefs because you know they still don't really have that number one receiver, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. He knows what he has with Josh Allen, and uh, I think with him, he's just he's a, like he just wasn't getting the ball the way I think he wanted it. You know what I mean? Because he's one of those receivers that's basically like I don't care how many dudes are on me, just throw it up. I'm gonna go get it. You know what I mean? So right, I, I think that he you know just frustrated more than anything. But he's a veteran now. You know what I mean? You, you see a lot of these guys not showing up to those those voluntary uh, voluntary workouts. Yeah, if he was in the building, maybe working out with like the trainer or something like that. That's to me, that's still something he you know he could do. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, no, I feel you. I think that's enough for me too. Like if he's just around, you're right. He's a vet. He doesn't have to do all that. Yeah. Um, do want to welcome Stephanie Washington to the show? She says, "Hey, hey, y'all, watching these Golden Knights bring home the cup? Absolutely. We're definitely yeah. going to touch on that. But already, we'll give an early update into the first period. It's two zero. The Golden Knights and they're up three-one in the series, so looking to finish it off. Anthony West says the Diggs situation is looking messy. Would you trade Ceedee Lamb for Diggs? Absolutely not. Um, even though Diggs is going to be better, maybe like for like one year or something. Lamb is kind of our future, and we drafted him, so you know we have a little bit of a negotiation advantage there too. So 
for sure. CD Lamb, I don't think there would be any reason for us to, to switch up like that. Um, Ankh in the building. Hello from Texas. Welcome, Ankh. Hello. Uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. And we're excited to see you soon, too. Yeah. Um, Unk, Unk, you're in here next week, right? I think Ankh's coming. Um, Pop says, no way. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. So I think he would agree with me on that one. One other little thing about NFL talk, nothing too serious here, but uh, something that's kind of interesting is um, the Jaguars are getting ready to do renovations on their stadium. And um, to complete them in just the off seasons over the next few years would basically take them like four or five years to complete and also like a lot more money. Uh, but they're talking about maybe doing the renovations after this upcoming year, but they might have to miss some games at home. And so they're looking into other options of where they could potentially play. And they're talking about the Daytona 500 as a potential spot where you could see a Jaguars game in the future. I just think that that would be super dope. This probably won't happen. They'll probably just play like at the University of Florida or some other place nearby yeah. because there are a lot, a lot of stadiums in Orlando um, or, or, or in that Florida area, I should say. Oh, um, so they'll probably end up playing somewhere else. But I just thought that would be pretty cool if they do do that to see that because um, for the Daytona 500, I think that that seats like 110,000 people or something crazy like that. So um, obviously it would be configured differently for football, but that would be something kind of cool to see. So um, yeah. we'll keep an eye on that. But definitely the Jaguars are kind of looking to, you know, they're looking like they're heading in the right direction. They're putting some good stuff on the field and their new owner um, or recently, you know, owner um, is definitely putting a lot of money in. So we'll see what happens with them. But um, other than that, we got a couple more weeks until the actual mandatory training camps open and we'll be able to see a little bit more of what these teams are looking like. And then um, we're about, I don't know, I think like six weeks away from preseason Hall of Fame game. So yeah. it's coming up soon. And, you know, once that happens, uh, it's all downhill from there. We'll be we'll be definitely entrenched. Feelings, feelings going to be up and down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll be just we'll be in the breeze with, with however our teams do. But we know how that For goes. Sure. So. For sure. Um, all right, let's go ahead and keep this thing moving, and uh, and let's let's put a bow on on the NBA season real quick. All right, NBA. Uh, last night was the capper. We have to say congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, world champions uh, for the first time ever. And doing so in pretty dominant fashion, only losing four games basically in their four playoff series. Um, Strizzy, your Heat, uh, they showed up, you know what I'm saying? At least they didn't get swept like my Lakers did, you know what I'm saying? They got one game in there and they beat Denver at home, which uh, nobody had really done too much. So, uh, but what were your thoughts on the uh, on the, on the series? I, I want to see changes, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, you know, I think. You know, a lot of people were basically talking about, like, oh, like, you know, congrats to Heat, they shouldn't have been there. You know, everyone was talking about how, how just how great of a, you know, coach Spo is, which I already knew. Like, just all, like, all this stuff, like, try to, like, be positive. I'm like, which is cool. Like, yeah, like, you want to be positive. Um, but, like, my thing is that, like, we this team has looked the same since the 2020 title run, right? Like, against the Lakers in the bubble. Not much has ever really changed. I mean, even this roster this year, the only thing we really did was lose PJ Tucker. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I and I understand why we didn't because we put all of our bags in trying to get KD at the beginning of the year and it didn't happen. Yeah. But you know, I, I've I've been really up and down with Jimmy Butler. Like, you know, it's like I love him, and then other times, just like, what's going on? You know what I mean? But I, I think this kind of solidified it for me, saying, I I think. Jimmy is a really, really, really good player, but he's not the guy you have as your number one player, if that makes sense. Like to take you over the top, like right, right, right. Like I, I you know, when when he when he's hooping, it's it's great, right? You know, you love it, you love to see it, the highlights, playoff Jimmy, all this stuff. But I think I've seen too many times where it's like your your all-star player that, that you're expecting him to be can't have games or even series like this like you can't like you can't have it like it's it's almost almost unfair for me to say but like it's almost unacceptable right you know what i mean it's like like even even the lakers losing the series that they lost you still see lebron average 24 on on on, on a decent you know on 50 percent shooting ad 
you know, the games that he had really good, he, he looked great. And, you know, the, you know, the games that he doesn't, he doesn't. But at the same time, like, there's only, like, one game in that I think he didn't play very, very well. But, like, I, I really, looking at this, and I think that one, two things. One, I think we should really pull hard for Damian Lillard. We keep, I, I keep talking about we need that point guard, that point guard, that point guard. And two years ago when we got Kyle Lowry, I was pissed, right? I was like, this, right. this, this is not what I was talking about when I said we needed the point guard, right? But Dame is that player where, number one, he's a franchise player. He's used to being a franchise player, and he's not afraid at all of the big moments, right? He doesn't shy away from them. That's something that he's not known for, nor he's never been known for. And two, we need to go after some hype. Like, you would have thought after getting our butts handed to us by the Lakers in 2020, like, we would have gone and got some hype. Some size. Yeah. Because as much as I love Bam, Bam's not a center. You know I mean, he, he really is a power forward. So, you know, if we can get a bigger player to kind of clog the paint, be defensive, and let Bam move to the four spot, you know, I, I think that would be, you know, in our in our best interest. And two, it, you know, I mean, he wouldn't have been the savior, but I think it really, really hurt uh, not having Tyler Hero because, again, going back to just having that player who's not afraid of being in that moment, Tyler Hero is that player for us. You know what I mean? Like, he's not afraid to take those quarters. If we would have gone down, Tyler Hero would have gone down shooting. And I just feel like I was really disappointed in Jimmy in this series, man. Like, I, I, can't, I can't say it enough. Like, but my disappointment in Jimmy for this series is so elevated. Like, I think he really let – Everybody who's a Miami Heat fan down. Like it's just it was it was bad, dog. Like it was really bad. And then you know when I think they were down by I want to say two, and we had the ball. I think there was a minute and eleven seconds left, and and Jimmy drove, hop step, and then turned the ball over with that super super weak pass. Yeah, I will see. Like like you just like gave it to him. You know what I mean? It was like dog. Like this was it, and it was, I don't know. It was just really bad. And not to mention too the uh, sorry I'm rambling, but this is squad, but. Yeah, no, you got to. When we when we won the Eastern Conference Finals, and and Bam was trying to hand Jimmy the the trophy, and he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna hold the next one." Yeah, yeah. And you come and you play like this, like, dog. It's it's taken everything in me to not like <laughs> just blow Jimmy up on Twitter, like tagging him and everything, like all that shit. And like, this is how you played, like, oh, unacceptable, bro. So. Obviously, I don't want him to go anywhere. He's a great player. I think he fits Miami's culture. Um, but I, I think we really need that player. Um, I, I honestly think if we can get the point guard that we need, like uh, like uh, like Dame, I almost think Jimmy takes the third spot. And I think we use Bam as number two because when we ran things through Bam, we were very moved. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of the, I don't know, it's just one of the things. It, it was, I'm okay with losing. I just wasn't okay with how we played in the losses. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it's yeah, looked so good all postseason, and then we put the game together like this. And it wasn't even honestly like Denver did anything crazy. Not no, they they stayed true to form basically. They really the did. Yeah. And then when you watch game two, they we took advantage of Jokic uh, Joker's uh, defensive inabilities right he's he's really slow dog like he's a very slow player and, and and we never went back to that so it was just really frustrating kind of watching the the rest of the three games play out and uh, kind of watching us go down like that i would have been much i would have been much better okay with it if we would have went down more competitively i just feel like we didn't yeah yeah i feel you and i and i get what you're saying too as far as like it doesn't really help anything to say oh we shouldn't have been there anyways like okay but you were like you know let's do something but uh, I want to jump in here real quick. Um, Pop yeah. said exactly Strizzy Butler didn't take over Dominic the way true number ones do. Great player, and I love him, but he needs a fat man. Exactly. Um, Sucks to say because I love him to death, but facts, Pops. <laughs> yeah. Anthony West says he seemed to go out the same way the Lakers did. I don't think Denver was that dominant. A few plays here and there is what separated both series. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I can see that for sure. It's not that they were like – I mean, I think that they were – really good and stout and uh it was more like when we would see the spurs win where it's like they're not going to beat themselves like they're going to do exactly. what they need to do and exactly. um and, and you know you're going to have to take it to them or you're going to have to kind of rise above that and yep. um they, they played consistently all year they did their thing and um i do i do i am happy for kcp for sure um yeah. you know, I, I still i still mess with him this georgia boy and everything so i was yeah. happy for him and i'm happy for jokic 
But I wanted to ask you too, did you see um after they they were like asking like if he's looking forward to the parade, he's like, When is parade? And he's like, <laughs> I want to go home. He's like, I need to go home. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get that. home. Yeah. Which it just goes to show too, like where his mindset is at too. He's like, Look, like I'm trying to get back to my country. Like, I don't I had an extra like two months almost because of the playoff run. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get back with my family, you know. For I'm not real. trying to go to the parade, so uh, but I'm sure he'll still probably be there. I'm sure part part of his contract says that he has to be there. True. Um, I, so. I will say this. I will say this though, and this is part of the hater in me. But like, <laughs> Joker gets away with mad offensive fouls, little dog. Oh my god. Yeah. Some of some of it was just too bad. It was like, bro, this is this is getting me ridiculous. Like, it is so bad. But but I mean, he he's he's a monster, man. He played so well throughout the entire playoffs. You know, hats off to them. They got a real squad, you know what I'm saying, for 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 some seasons. You know what I'm saying? I think a couple right. of those dudes are, are not making a ton of money. So as long as they keep keep the squad together and everyone's willing to take a little bit of a pay cut, they're solid for the next couple of years. That's a, that's a really young team. So uh, shouts out shouts out to them, though, man. They, they, they dominated the entire playoffs, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just this series. It was the entire series all the way. For sure. Well, and actually all year they were one of the better teams. I yeah. think one of the knocks against them was their history, where it was like, ah, oh, but we'll see, you know, can they yeah, really do that? Exactly. Um, but they definitely did it, and definitely getting Aaron Gordon, like that kind of like that was another piece where we said when he went there, like, dang, that could be that For could real. be something different. Um, so shout out to them. Um, but uh Pops Pops says Denver is dominant and got the right uh last piece in Gordon. Oh, okay, and they they trade they should made should keep them competitive. Yes, and they did make a rare trade. They made a trade during the NBA Finals for additional draft picks, which uh, is something I definitely want to to kind of move into too. Is we're going to talk about the draft here in a second that's coming up, but yeah. um, but um, I think um, Unk also we'll, we'll get to Unk's too in a second. He's got a bunch of different predictions, so yeah. we'll run through all of them and say them out loud so that way we can come back to this uh, later and see. What he, what uh, you know, what his shooting percentage was, if you will. Um, uh, Anthony West says Lakers needed anything out of D'Angelo Russell's in that okay. series. Different, I, I definitely think so too. Um, and Unk responded, he's going to be traded for a happy meal without the toy. <laughs> no toy, I don't get down like that. Also, though, shout out, I do want to get the Grimace meal. I don't know if you've seen that. I seen that, yeah, I try to get that too. I seen that earlier, yeah. I gotta do, I gotta do a video on that, so um. But, all right, but that was the finals, and yeah, we'll say one last goodbye to Jimmy real quick. You let us down, Jimmy. Um, and then uh, we'll move into some talk. Now, we already know that the Raptors are the last team without a head coach, but now they are going to be without uh, their all-star guard, Fred Van Fleet. He is opting out, and um, speculation is that he'll probably end up in Philadelphia with his ex-coach, Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, speaking of Philadelphia, we got James Harden, who is expected to opt out of his contract. Uh, it seems that there are a few different teams interested in him, um, but he wants to go back to Houston. And apparently there was some kind of a secret agreement when he left Houston that, hey, if I ever get the chance to kind of come back, I, I still, you know, I still like you guys and I, I'm still like kind of loyal. And that's where he was drafted. If I So that's where he kind of grew up and, and kind of, you know, kind of hit the scene because when he went to ASU, he was not highly touted. He was not highly drafted. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He went not where he was. He went to Oklahoma City Thunder. My bad. That's where he grew up. But then Houston is the ch- chance that he got to really get paid and become like his own guy. Yeah, that's what his own person, yeah. Gotta take a chance on him. Yeah, exactly. So so we'll see. We might see him back there. I was just gonna look and see. Did you I see what you see what Doc Rivers Doc Rivers said about Harden? No, tell me. Yeah, so I guess Doc Rivers was asked about Harden and he he had mentioned that he was a, a difficult player to coach. Oh, uh, I was like, dang, Dr. Rivers just stayed throwing people on the bus. Right. Like, as soon as he knows they're out the door, he's, like, got all the excuses. For real. But, yeah, he said he was a difficult player to – to um because he basically he was saying, like, his style of play, like, doesn't win, you know, has been proven to, like, not win, like, championships. And, and uh, you know, he was trying to get him to play a certain way, and he didn't really want to do it. But I was like – I mean, don't get me wrong. What Doc said was accurate. But, like, sometimes it's just like, dog, you just stay throwing dudes under the bus. Like – you know, what I mean, you could have just as easily said something totally different, but no. Nah, or like, what are you gonna say? Like, I need to coach better. Like, yeah, I yeah have for sure. Out of him. <laughs> no, he took no accountability, none. Yeah, he never does. Um, Pop says Sixers will sign Van Fleet if Harden opts out, praying he leaves good riddance. One trade for Levine. Bulls asking a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that would be um, – um, earlier he said Zach Levine to Philadelphia as one of his. Um, but, yeah, they are asking a lot. Um, I don't think he fits Philly. Well, I guess they got a new coach, so they probably do something to work with. I don't, I don't know if – I, I actually do like Van Fleet a little bit more there than I do Zach Levine. Yeah, I do too. Because – especially going with the new coach, so. Mm-hmm. Um, we did talk about the draft too, um, so that will be coming up. And uh, Victor Wimbiyama is expected to be the number one pick. We're pretty, we're pretty darn sure, but uh, yeah. that's going to happen next Thursday. And you see the wingspan on the kid. He did, he he is going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think he's going to be a different type of player. Um, but I think it might take him a while to kind of um, get used to the strength. I feel like in the NBA, for sure. Not to mention, he kind of he gets away with uh, being able to kind of point guard a little bit in in the G League and stuff, and over and you know playing Euro ball. He's not going to do that in in San Antonio. You yeah, know the defense is going to be yeah. The yeah. defense is going to be a lot better too and he won't be able to do that. You're right. He won't handle the ball like that. So Yeah. We'll see. Um but that happens next Thursday and then if he is um drafted by the Spurs, he will make his debut really soon because they the Spurs are going to be playing in the Sacramento uh Summer League, which is a little bit before the Vegas one. Um and then the Vegas Summer League is starting July 7th. So it will be yeah. coming up on basketball again. <laughs> Uh, for all those rookies and those draftees and those young players. But just to show you real quick, too, uh, Wimby, I like this picture because there you see Rudy Gobert, who is an all-pro uh, ex-defensive player of the year, and um, and he's standing next to Wimby Yama, and just the, the young kid is just so big. I um, know. So, he, so he's definitely going to grow uh, grow into that body a little bit more, and we'll see what he can do. But um, I'm hoping he's a beast, man. I think he's going to be something to watch for sure. Me too. He's got talent, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So Anthony Weston says Brandon Miller will be number two. Um, MJ always gets the number two pick in the draft. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think <laughs> probably, though, I, I do think that that will be it. And um, well, somehow he'll still mess it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think he's still going to be taking a step back. We'll have to talk about that a little bit more this summer. But um, let me run through these predictions from Uncle real quick. Damian Lillard to Miami. Malcolm Brogdon to Phoenix. Jalen Brown to Milwaukee, Chris Paul to Charlotte, Zach Lafine to Philadelphia, Chris Middleton to Boston, Russell Wugsbrook to New Orleans, and James Harden to Houston. All right, so we'll have to go back and see which of those might come true. But Unk is all over the waiver wire, all over the, the interwebs, um, doing that deep search to try to figure out what's going on for us. So, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, but appreciate that. And we'll get, uh, go ahead and keep it moving on this. Um, last thing here, oh, Anthony West says Chet Holmgren coming back too. That's true. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's going to be fun to watch too. Um, I know I know it was kind of the same story for him. I felt like like he's going to just have to get used to that, like size and strength he's going to go up against uh, at that next level. So we'll see. Um, all right, so anything else you want to say before we move on away from uh, basketball? Nah, man. You know, so we're in that that these, these dark times coming for for sports. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta hold out till like October ish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll we'll be back. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll be back soon enough. It was cool though. I do want to say real quick. Actually, now that I see this picture again, Jokic's daughter it was pretty G. Like she was super cool. Like throughout the whole thing at the end, like with all the people around. Um, but she was pretty cool. But it looked like she just wanted to go home too, man. She was just man. like her daddy. She's like, I just want to go home. Oh. Uh, but that's what's up. But one one more time, shout out to the Denver Nuggets and um and and we'll um be bringing all the offseason news until we kick things off um, in October again. Um, all right. Um, moving on, other sports. This is the next league that we'll be saying goodbye to, and um we won't be able to do it officially together here. But you know the Knights are up three one on Florida, and um in tonight's game they are playing right now to go for the clincher. And uh, let me see what the score is now. It's still it's 2-1 now in the second period. So we'll see. But I'm expecting the Knights to handle business and try to clinch this thing um, before before we get together again next Tuesday. So um, I won't say a premature congratulations. I don't want to jinx them. But I, I will say um, go Knights. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they uh, make it happen real quick. So um, that's what's up with that. Um, some other sports news. We're going to talk about is um, Messi joining Inter Miami this summer. 
making the move to the MLS. We didn't get a chance to talk about this at all last week. I know Anthony Weston is a big fan, so I wanted to get his take on it. Um, but I was just going to throw my thing out there as a soccer fan. Um, people are comparing this to when David Beckham came to the LA Galaxy, right? Yeah. And I get that, but this is so different. Um, just because of the time that has passed, like, and how much soccer has grown in the U.S. since then, yeah. and the fact that Messi is, you know, debatably, arguably, you know, some say number one, some say number two, but, you know, we're talking best active players in the world. For real. Um, when David Beckham came, it was because he was fading in the Premier League a little oh. bit more, you know, and this was his retirement plan. I was this is like publicity stunt. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, at the time, the MLS paid him and broke him off a lot of money and gave him the option to buy an MLS team for very cheap. So there was a lot of business negotiations with that, too, which I assume there might be some here with Messi. But the difference is Messi still has game. This is a retirement plan for him, but he's doing the early retirement. He's going to mm -hmm. get well paid. He has a, a luxury apartment condo, a building in Miami. So he's going to be well taken care of. Um, we'll see if the English um, language barrier becomes an issue. Because I, I, I don't know if a lot of people realize that he doesn't really speak very good English. Yeah. But um, I still think he will love it here. And, and being in Miami, that's the perfect place to not speak English anyways. Sure um, is. So I, I just want to say I am excited to see. And it's going to be, I mean, their prices went crazy. Uh, his shirt's already sold out. Um, so it, it, this is definitely going to be a big thing for the MLS. And we'll see how, how this move kind of progresses things and, and how it gets the attention of, of the soccer world. Because... They don't really take MLS too seriously, and for good reason, you know, but uh, maybe this will start to change things, so we'll see. Um, uh, Anthony West says, I've already had an Inter-Miami jersey from their first season. I got it two years ago, and little did I know. See, you're already <laughs> ready, man. That's what's up. We'll just, we'll, just, uh, we'll just change the name on the back if there is one, and we'll just add a name to the back. <laughs> it's awesome, um, man. He said, if it weren't for Messi going to the city of Miami, it would be depressing on the sports scene, the Heat and the Panthers. Oh, yeah, for sure. True. They got, you know, two teams in the championship and, and, and you know, uh, are going down. Both of them going down. Unk said, I purchased a Messi card graded at 10, got a good deal on the purchase. That's what's up. Definitely hold yeah. on to that, Unk. And um, one of these days, we're going to have to go and see Unk's collection, man. We're, we're you know, we're going to have to go into the vault, you know what I'm saying? See all, yeah. the, all the good stuff he keeps hitting. Um but that's what's up. So we'll watch that one. But uh, shout out to my uh, to Messi and Inter Miami um, making that happen. Um, a couple more things here. We got some golf news. Uh, Rory, he says we. This was after we, we talked last week because last week was the day of the merger um, or the announcement of the you know pending merger between Live and PGA. Since then, some deep, different things have happened. Rory saying, "I still hate Live, and I hope it goes away. Um, I don't think it'll be going away, but um, we'll see." There is some uh, government scrutiny, I guess, on the deal, and uh, apparently there's some um, some government agencies that are going to be like looking into the deal too. So we'll see. I guess it's still uh, pending some some review, but but those wheels will be greased too. You know what I'm saying? They'll have they'll have their money taken in somewhere too. So <laughs> I feel like it's funny, man. I feel like Rory had to say that, right? He can't just. Come out and be like, you know, no, nah, okay, I guess it's not that bad. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, he had, went he too gotta, far gone. Yeah, yeah, he got to keep that same energy all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you know, honestly, he's not the one that was involved with the deal, so it is really like the PGA's leadership that was the hypocrites. And a lot of the players do feel like they were um, kind of, um, I don't know, like betrayed or kind of no, undermined sure. with the whole thing. Because sure. you know, they they showed their loyalty and then and then this happened anyway. So mm -hmm. um, we'll see. But it's funny, interesting too. Um, Phil Mickelson. So we know he has a he was big part of you know live the first season, kind of getting things going. And he has his own team, um, the High Flyers. And so it's interesting. A couple of days after the PGA announces they're going to merge with Live, um, uh, uh, an apparel company comes out and is suing. The high flyers and suing Live Golf and in in kind of um, in attachment, if you will, the PGA as well um, for for this uh, logo infringement. So on the top <laughs> right, you see the high flyers logo. It's kind of like an H with the two Fs, and then at the bottom, you see the fallen logo. So um, I think they might have a claim here. What do you, what do you think? Like the what do you, like the the bottom part of the fallen logo being the original? I, I think that that's pretty close yeah so it's man it's so i've actually been learning a lot of stuff like this in regards to just like uh 
because I've been I've been thinking. We about, need uh, to be learning this stuff. We well, need yeah. To. So I've actually, you know, I've been thinking about starting an apparel company with Cheddar. Actually, too, I'm always, you know, I'm always thinking about how we can make money. And so, you know, you're you're looking at these different uh, logos and things of that nature, and a lot of things go into like like so deep into like the actual kind of like uh, dimensions of the design. Right, so, like the angle, like it, exactly. It's, it's so, like, you know, you angle, see the bottom of like the, F, the, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if it if it matches, you know, y'all know, a, a, an inch and a quarter, and the and the fallen's an inch and a quarter. You know what I mean? Like, you know, all, all that stuff play you know plays a huge role. Uh, they they might be able to get away with just the fact that it's you know it's thicker, it's fatter. The you know the the dip between the F's is a lot wider. Right, like the down deep wider. It, it's it's crazy, man. Like it's it's crazy. So it just it just depends on like what judge and jury you, you know if they get a jury you get. You know what I mean? Some might say no, it's it's close. It's it's too close, and others might say no. They they changed it just enough. You, you just don't know. Right, right. Yeah, I think this will be interesting. But definitely the most the funniest part about it to me is the timing of it. The fact yeah. that like okay now there's even more pockets behind this. Now there's even more at stake. Now we'll, we'll strike with this publicity. Let's um, get the money. Yeah, but also too the fact that you know the the apparel part of it, right? Because this is an apparel company. You know, if you, if they were to use their logo like only on like golf flags or like on their bags or something, maybe it would be different. But they're using it on the hat. They're using it on the polo from far away. You might yep. you might mistake that for for the other company. So oh yeah. Um, so that's an interesting thing. But we'll 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 continue to see what happens with the golf world. But man, it's always drama uh, lately. And uh, we barely ever have to talk about who's winning tournaments because there's always something <laughs> off the course going on for real uh, with golf. But um, let's keep this thing moving. A couple more things here. We we got to give a shout out to uh, Oklahoma softball women's. We talked about them, and I did want to. They were going for the three P. They did complete it. Um, they finished the season with a sixty-one and one record, which is just insane. And they, they finished the season on a, a fifty-three game win streak. So. Um, shout out to them, man. They got the secret sauce in softball. Out, yeah, you know. no, they've been killing it. I haven't really been like following, following them, but you know, because I'm an OU football fan, I kind of keep it track a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, they be killing people, dog. Like, yeah, it's like bad. Yeah, they're, they're mercy rule football game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, definitely wanted to give a shout out to them real quick. Um, one other thing is um, Novak Djokovic. He finished the French uh, French Open. Yeah. So now he ran up his his record. He's got twenty three men's single titles or grand slam or no singles titles. So um, uh, that is a record. He, he always him and um, Nadal basically like keep tying the record, breaking the record back and forth. Yeah. But um, he no holds more. Apparently, he passed he passed Nadal uh, by one now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that uh, if that might be the clincher for a while. You know what I'm saying? If somebody else takes it. But it's just funny because you look back like Federer and Nadal and. Uh, and Djokovic, like that's that's the only guys that have won for the past like fifteen yeah. years. It seems like so. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. crazy. I, I saw a picture. It was a uh, uh, Djokovic, I think, Nadal, and man, I can't remember if it was Federer or or uh, uh, what's other dude's name. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But just another tennis player. I, I'm. Another great tennis player, uh, but I'm 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 trying to blank on his name though. It'll probably pop in my head. But it was uh, it was like three of them, and it was like sixty three grand slams between the three of them. It was crazy. I was like, that's gotcha. nuts, man. It probably yeah. was. It probably was better. Yeah, those the three are. I mean, they're they all I think have twenty at least. So yeah, yeah, it probably was. But yeah, it was crazy. It was like sixty three, like just between just them three. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, nobody else has won like more than like a handful, but. Um, I think that that's starting to change, though. We got um, that Alcaraz guy that's coming up, so yeah. I think that is is starting to change, and they're they are getting older. We'll see how far the nanotechnology takes uh, <laughs> take, <laughs> takes our boys. So uh, we'll see. But we didn't hear anything more about that either. Um, True. But I, I, I mean, I don't know, man. If it really is working, I'm gonna get me some. Start something. Put so on my knees, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want to be like Iron Man. So, um, but that's what's up. Um, that's it for our regularly scheduled programming. Now, um, I did want to talk a little bit about Slack 200, and again, um, and say thank you for everybody that that supports us week to week. 
and kind of talk about a little bit of our plans for the 200th episode. So um, we did put out a uh, Instagram reel that goes through it. And that is the post that you need to interact with in order to win our giveaway. We're giving away a $50 uh, Nike gift card. And um, basically you just have to like the post, follow the page and then tag two friends to have an entry. And then you also will get a bonus entry if you follow our YouTube page or you follow my YouTube page or you follow Strizz's YouTube page. So um, that's how you can get some um, some bonus um, some bonus ones in there, too. And um, um, what else are we going to do, Strizzy, for the um, for the 200th episode? Yeah, man. So you know, we got the Slack bingo. So, you know, we, we definitely want everyone to kind of get involved with that. So we'll yeah. get you know, the bingo cards going so that uh, – yeah, I don't think we decided what we want to do yet. We, we want to kind of like, you know, put out put out some. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do some call outs during the show, right? I'm yeah. thinking we'll do that. So you have to be watching to win. Um, yeah, and then I'm we'll doing another. Uh, you know, just like like you said, like everything we're doing for that's another Nike gift card to you, so man. Win some win some money towards some new kicks or even just some Nike apparel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, come through. We're, you know, we're trying to make this as special as possible, man. 200 weeks in a row. Like I don't think a lot of people realize that it's not just our 200th episode. Like we haven't missed a Tuesday in 200 weeks, man. Like that's it's a long time. You know what I mean? That's that's damn near four years. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy, man. So you know, I, I'm 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 very proud of us. You know what I mean? Like just from from when we set out to do this um, at our jobs parking lot, and uh, we we've stuck to it, and uh, you know. We don't keep going. We don't keep grinding, man. The thing's going to grow. It's going to be really, really big someday. So we're not going to forget about everybody who stuck with us in the beginning. That's for damn sure. Exactly. Exactly. So, no, that's what's up. Yeah, man. I, I echo that sentiment, man. It's cool that we, we've had that commitment to it. And, um, you know, life happens, but we've always said, you know, we're going to get together and we're going to make this happen. So um, yep. also just seeing our slackers week to week and then uh, growing in those relationships with you guys, super rewarding. So um, we always want to make you guys a part of it. And, um, and thank you guys for being here with us. So the Slack bingo, yeah, what I'm thinking is the bingo cards, though, they might just have phrases that we say a lot or athletes' names or team names. And yeah. then basically as the show goes, if you hear us say it over the airwaves, basically, or during the show, you know, that goes on your card. And then whoever gets bingo first, boom, they'll get the gift card um, or they'll, you know, they'll win the, the, the secondary prize. So that's what's up. Um, we also are going to do it together. Yeah, like uh, you were mentioning, if you, if anybody wants to come out and, and join us, uh, we have an undisclosed location, but you can RSVP and we'll let you know where it's at. Uh, it's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, though, so that's one of the requirements. <laughs> and um, we apologize for for that. But you know, one of these days we'll get out on the road and and we'll we'll be checking out with some of our people. I know for sure too. So, um, but that'll be exciting, and we're going to have some food and and drinks um, there. For the show during the show too, if you guys want to come out and, and um, enjoy in person with us, we would love to have like a little you know studio audience type of thing. So Heck yeah, that's what's up. Um, Pops mentioned Amanda Nunez, and I yeah. should have put her. I should have put her picture on there. Um, let me see if I can. I'm mad I forgot about her because that's my girl, dog. Like she's like the, like the one of the few like female UFC fighters that I like. When she's fighting, I'm I'm always there. Yeah, no, for sure, and she. Um, she retired after her fight this weekend, yeah. so that'll be the last for her. And um, and I'm sorry, you know my thing keeps going crazy. But let me see if I can put this up for pops real quick. Because this is what I think he wanted to see. So let me show this real quick. I always think this is really cool too. So this was after. Um, but like you know, when wrestlers like when they retire, they'll come and they'll take their their equipment off or whatever, and they'll put it in the in the middle of the ring, and that's how they kind of show respect, and that's how they exit the ring for the last time. Yeah. So um, this is the picture of Amanda Nunez doing that this weekend as she retired, and kind of once you do that too, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, I'm out, you know, this or that, but especially for like wrestlers or people that started with the wrestling background, that's yeah. very that's very like significant. It's almost like a you know like a ceremony kind of thing. So. Mm -hmm. um you can see the emotion on her face as she says goodbye but definitely a dominant ufc fighter uh, so we definitely have to give kudos to to her uh, for yeah. her career so yeah man she's a monster um, yes most definitely um all right so um we did that anthony west says crazy it's been 200 yeah it is insane like um that you know it's been so long but it's really cool 
uh, because it also has flown by like in a flash. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's cool too because this is episode 200. But I think in September we're gonna celebrate. That'll be our four year anniversary. So we'll celebrate the four years too. Yeah, so yeah. Absolutely. Be, we'll get a chance to do another another celebration here in a little bit. Um, Grace says I'm excited for it. Kudos to you guys. Thank you so much, Grace. Um, we appreciate your support too, and I know that um, you already have some tasks for this upcoming show. So <laughs> thank you in <laughs> advance. Thank you in advance for helping us throw uh, throw thank you, thank you for episode real. 200. Um, Unk says, "Is Ethan Salas any good?" 16 year old signed by the Padres. So yes, he is good. We looked at him. I, I checked him out a little bit. He's definitely uh, young, and it looks like he'll be. He'll you know. Everybody takes their time coming up, you know, and, and, and having to go through the ranks. But at 16, he's going to have a good head start. Um, so so we'll see. But um, I was going to see, though, where he's from. I'm like, man, he might not be 16. <laughs> 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 we have to double check his birth certificate. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was a crazy thing in, in baseball, though. Sometimes, you know, guys would come over from, like, Venezuela or certain places, and all of a sudden they'd be, like, a 16-year-old phenom when they're really, like, 19 or 20. But. I'm just messing around. I think he's young, but um, but he is good. So definitely keep that <laughs> card. And then um, you got your boy, the new the new kid from Cincinnati, though. What do you think of him? That is good, man. Like you know, they're already, yeah. He's, you know, what I mean, I think you know the Reds are, you know, they they struggle, you know, saying to get runs, but when they get runs, they, they look like one of the best teams out there. But that kid's gonna be nice. Like I think he's gonna be really, really nice, man. He's gonna be so yeah. Good. He's out there killing it. Yeah, I think um, I think he's gonna be good, and also I just like that he's bringing excitement. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Like that's what baseball really needs. I think that's what kind of Otani's brought a little bit too. It's yeah. just the excitement to be like, man, just just be different. You know, yeah. um, um, I did want to talk about this one though too. <coughs> um, Anthony Weston says, "How about Floyd Mayweather?" I forgot to put this on there. So um, Floyd Mayweather had an exhibition against John Gotti the third in Miami, Florida this weekend, and, and um, Gotti was um, – he was disqualified, but basically because, like, punching below the belt and also, like, he kept grabbing and, like, twisting and, like, doing, like, little rabbit punches and stuff like that. So he wasn't listening to the instruction. He got disqualified. Then he, like, goes, uh, like, around the ref and starts swinging on Mayweather as Mayweather kind of retreats. And, and Mayweather actually landed, like, two counter blows on him as he's retreating. And then uh, John Gotti, after the second left hook that he caught during this little skirmish, starts backing up. And, and by that time, like 12 seconds, like four seconds, I don't know how long it was, but it was very quick. Mayweather's squad of, of, of um, you know, linemen are in the, are in the ring to protect him. And, um, and a kind of a skirmish breaks out. And honestly, I don't know. I guess, like, at first I almost thought this was planned because I was like, this is like, is this like just some drama because people would want to see that? But then I heard that um, apparently, yeah, then I heard about this, too. It's like more serious nature that there's allegations that they're, that his family, John Gotti's family, has actually been sending threats to Floyd Mayweather's daughter. And there's like all this like uh, back and forth that's happening as a result of the skirmish. So um, I don't know, man. I think it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. I feel like I don't really like the spectacle aspect of things within when we're talking about Floyd because, I, I, you know, I'm saying like, me, I consider him one of the greatest, if not the greatest boxer ever. Yeah. So it's like you don't need to be doing stuff like this. But I get it because he can still make a lot of money and he still gets paid a lot of money to appear in these type of things. But it's like, I don't know, man, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like I wouldn't want to see like uh, like Michael Jordan, like maybe like five, ten years after he retired, like playing with the Harlem Globetrotters or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like it doesn't sure. that doesn't make sense. Like no, you've done no, it no. at the highest level. Like, why you know, why are you doing this? Um, but we'll see if anything comes to this. Hopefully, everybody stays safe. Hopefully, they can settle down about it. And also, there was a skirmish backstage too, um, after the fight. So I don't know, you know. Yeah, Anthony West says MJ at the big three. Exactly. Like, if you've reached that level, like no disrespect to those guys that played in the big three, but you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know. Um Grace says that's why they shouldn't have these fake fights for money. Exactly, because people are gonna get you know get hyped up for real and want to fight for real. Yeah. And um, and I get though Mayweather's crew because they're like that's our money ticket. Like you ain't oh, going yeah. to yeah, like you ain't going through nothing crazy. So, but yeah, they they shouldn't have these fake fights for, for money. Like I, I just I don't get it. And the people that pay for it, like I get it, but 
you're still it's like it's not like you're seeing Mayweather fight. Like it's not no. you know what I mean? Like it's not the same. So yeah, it's not like he's gonna win anyway. He was getting tore up in that fight. Yeah, you, you watched the fight like, the, like no, the I didn't see. Yeah, Mayweather no, was tearing his man it was tearing his ass up. Like it's, oh yeah. I mean, I assume I assume that Mayweather is just out there like basically just skipping around him and dancing and just doing little yeah. things here and there. But yeah. that's why I didn't understand. It's like, but he just wanted to do some damage, and that's why he wasn't following the rules and kept trying to grapple and punch him in close and all that stuff. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, thank you, um, Anthony, for reminding about us about that. Thank you, Pops, for reminding us about Amanda Nunez. We're gonna get our fight game back strong because that's one thing that's gonna continue through the summer. We got yeah. Terrence Crawford, Ariel Spence to look forward to too. So we'll be we'll be hitting the fight game heavy, and also maybe having some some guests back on too. Um, we want to get back into that as well. So definitely, definitely a lot to look forward to. But the most immediate thing at episode two hundred, please, please tag a friend. Um, just you know, share it out, share it out, and uh, let people know. And, and who knows, we'll, we'll you know maybe be able to build our build our sports family here and then and, uh, and keep this thing going. So definitely. Um, so that's what's up. Um, anything else, Trizzy, though, that we missed or that you wanted to touch on before we um, say goodbye? No, nah, man, I think that's pretty much everything, man. I'm, I'm glad we hit the, uh, you know, 200 episode post so we can you know, get everybody involved in the uh, sharing. But I think that's it, man. All right. That's what's up. Well, we'll cap it off by saying a big shout out to our brother, Matt Marcus. Yeah. Um, he's out there handling business and we love him very much. And we know that, you know, his time is very precious. So we can't always hog it up. And that's okay. Um, so, but we do definitely want to give him a shout out and hope he's um having a beautiful Taco Tuesday. But until next time, it's your boy A Dub and the boisterous. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod, so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.